So I'm going to talk a little bit right about now about uh, the last honest politician. And uh, that'll probably be the title of this episode, to be honest. I'm going to talk a little bit about Tulsi Gabbard. Now, for those of you that don't know who Tulsi Gabbard is, she is a former congresswoman from Hawaii, uh, a currently serving major in the Hawaii National Guard, uh, former combat medic. That's what she was a... That's what her MOS was when she was enlisted. And a uh, former presidential candidate, though you'd be hard-pressed to find more than a dozen people who know, one, who she is, and two, who ran for president. Now, I'm going to use her as an example to illustrate, one, the flaws of our system, and two, what happens to genuinely honest politicians. Ready? Here we go. So, as I mentioned, Tulsi Gabbard is a combat vet currently serving uh, as a major in the Hawaii National Guard. She's deployed to Iraq. She's deployed to Afghanistan. And the centerpiece, if you will, of her campaign in this past election season was being against the wars. But it wasn't just lip service, if you will. It wasn't just um, a, oh, it would be nice to have less war type of mentality. No. For her, it was something personal. She talked about it a few times. She talked about how she lost men in in an Iraq in Iraq and in Afghanistan. She talked about how um, she would come back and you know hear about veterans not getting the treatment they deserve, you know. And so that became a centerpiece of her campaign. Now, what also became a centerpiece of her campaign was her willingness to be a legitimate maverick and a legitimate usage of the word. You know, most people say Maverick, it, you know, either refers to Top Gun, you know, Tom Cruise's character in Top Gun, or it's just a way of saying that someone's a little bit risque with their political opinions because they break the mainstream. She was a legitimate Maverick, honestly, because, um, all honesty, uh, she was not afraid to pick fights with the DNC. She still isn't. This is a woman who has, who literally sued Hillary Clinton and Google at the same time. And it speaks volumes that that in a Democrat party claiming to be obsessed with intersectionality, identity politics, this, that, and the third, she checked off all the uh, token boxes, if you will. Um, she is a woman of color. Uh, she is of Samoan descent. Uh, a non-Christian. She is uh, practicing Hindu, and uh, again, former combat veteran, a woman, right? Someone with legitimately good ideas, right? This was someone you would think the Democrats would run with and would want, and what makes it even more inspiring is that Gabbard got genuine um, admiration from people as varied as anti-war progressives, you know, like Mike Gravel, uh, paleocons like Ron Paul and Tucker Carlson, um, and progressives like Jimmy Dore and uh, Kim Iverson. But no, that wasn't good enough. She was smeared as a Russian agent. Uh, she was smeared that she had connections um, to far-right Hindu nationalist groups in India. Uh, she was smeared about having connections to Antifa. Uh, she was smeared that, you know, oh, she was 
not a team player. She was just smeared with all, all sorts of things, you know? And that's when she wasn't being actively suppressed by the establishment, by Silicon Valley, by people really pulling the strings at the DNC. Right? Now, I call her the last honest politician because, unlike quite a few politicians who have at best been incompetent, at worst been malevolent in the sense that they're guilty of insider trading, which, for those that don't know, insider trading is, uh, is when you are trading stocks and bonds on privileged insider information, meaning information that isn't available to the rest of the shareholders, you know, just becomes a way to rig the game more than it already is. And we've had four senators during this whole pandemic of, um, four senators during the whole pandemic, um, Kelly Loeffler, Richard Burr, Dianne Feinstein, and one other senator whose name escapes me at the moment. But four senators, guilty of insider trading. They knew it was coming, and they sold off their stocks. But everybody's gotten inured to the uh, cynicism of D.C., if you will. Tulsi was a little bit different, though, and I call her the last honest politician because, among other bills that she pushed, she pushed for a bill to get troops out of Iraq and Afghanistan. She pushed for an expansion of Andrew Yang, who, quite frankly, is another you know, honest politician, but mainly honest because he's not a politician. He's just a regular guy um, who ran on universal basic income, which, let's be honest, has become very popular right now. She ran, um, she pushed forth a bill for an expansion of universal basic income. She pushed for, um, I believe it was not something about 9-11 veterans. I believe it was related to, uh, payouts for, um, for the, the first responders, I mean, on 9-11. And even recently, she tried to push a bill and... Okay, these are all, you know, public records. It's all, um, just look up Tulsi Gabbard, House of Representatives bills. You'll find a whole slew of bills that she passed. One of the more recent ones, honestly, was making, uh, putting protections against ballot harvesting, putting protections against mail fraud, against voter fraud, and things like that sort. Just to cover all the bases, just to make sure this election is fair and clean. And she even appeared on the Joe Rogan show, um, twice, I believe. The second time with, uh, Jocko Wilnick, former Navy SEAL. Um, and mimetic badass, if you will. So, here's a woman who has a good head on her shoulders, who has proven she can be on Joe Rogan's show, on Tucker Carlson's show, and even on The View for whatever little good that did. She's a true unifier with people on the left, the right, and the center saying that they would absolutely vote for her in a heartbeat, that they would love for her to be president. You and I both know the will of the people don't really matter anymore, now do they? Now, they couldn't go after her completely, not in the way that others have gone, gone, been gone after, because, again, she's too high-profile, uh, former combat veteran, so on and so forth. It would be highly suspicious if something physically happened to her. Um, so instead, they smeared her. Instead, they slandered her. Instead, they literally, literally, and this was the reason she sued Google, literally shut down her campaign ads that she was trying to put on Google and on different search engines um, as the debate was over. Now, why would Silicon Valley directly interfere with a candidate's ads? Because they're afraid of her. 
They're afraid of her when she tangles with the DNC. They're afraid of her when she calls out special interests. They're afraid of her because unlike most of the people that play lip service to our country, that, that claim to care about the common people, meanwhile they look down their nose at them. She legitimately cares, legitimately um, at least gives off the impression, if nothing else, that she genuinely does care. And so far her actions have proven her to be so. Right? Can't say that about many other politicians. So again, I call her the last honest politician because she tangled with the DNC multiple times. In 2016, she was the vice, I believe she was the vice chairwoman of the chairman or whatever the title they use, of the DNC. And she literally resigned in protest because of the treatment that Bernie Sanders received at the... Uh, at the hands of the DNC when they rigged it for Clinton in 2016. And again, and again everything, everything I'm saying is public record. Th this isn't anything you can't look up with a five-minute DuckDuckGo search if you're worried about Google suppressing your results. Um, this isn't anything you can't find out on your own. Everything I'm saying is public record here. So, Tulsi Gabbard, the last honest politician the second I heard her talk, the second I heard her uh, take down Tim Ryan and his false platitudes about foreign policy, because here was someone who experienced foreign policy. Literally, she was in the thick of it. She was up to her neck in it. She was in Iraq, in Afghanistan, multiple times. She'd seen the cost of war, as she said again and again. Truly seen it. And then she took down Kamala Harris for her blatant hypocrisy. And there's a potent irony that Kamala Harris is now the vice presidential candidate for the DNC. But Tulsi was literally shut out by her own party. Literally. Suppressed. And this is what I'm getting at. The reason why people are cynical of electoral politics, the reason why people don't vote, don't want to vote, 46% of people sit out the election in 2016. This is something that surprised me when I found out. I'm sure you're going to have double that number sit out because there's going to be a lot of people looking at the utter garbage that we currently have now in which the administration couldn't even properly prepare or plan or even make an effort, however token, to help the working people, not the special interests, not the, 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 the landlords, not the billionaires, the special people, the working people, the real special interest in this country, the working class. We are now facing a decision between an incompetent administration or a corrupt one. Now granted they're all corrupt, but the question is to what degree, you know? Is incompetent corruption by incompetence bad? Is incompetence willful incompetence worse? It's up to you. But don't then turn around and say, why aren't people participating? Why aren't people voting? Why don't people care about the country? Because when someone steps up who does care about the country, they get pushed down. They get smeared. They get slandered. They get suppressed. Think about it. 
Jim Traficant, Ron Paul, Ralph Nader, Mike Gravel, Andrew Yang. He's another one who's been suppressed pretty recently. CNN, MSNBC, they left him off of their candidate graphics multiple times, and then the one time they were forced to put it to put him on their candidate graphics, they misspelled his name twice. Right? He was roundly mocked for his UBI idea. The irony is a lot of the criticisms came from the so-called left, the reality of the synthetic left, because the genuine left cares about the working class. So again, I call Tulsi Gabbard the last honest politician. Because the next time someone asks, why don't people vote? Why aren't people getting involved in the electoral politics? Why aren't people caring about this election that is supposedly just as big as the last one? In reality, it isn't. Not much is going to change. Sure, you might have some agitated protests in the street. Sure, you might have some people going nuts in certain major cities. But let's be honest. You had it as this election was ongoing. You had it now. You had it under this administration. You had it under the last administration. Let's be honest, not much has changed. Nothing will change until quite a few things change regarding the real financial state of this country.